Bear Down Bears fans, another week of Chicago Bears podcast action. Pat the designer, Lance Briggs, starting the week off right. Super Bowl week, Lance. Everybody's getting the tingles. You're a little excited right now because we find out whose legacy gets bigger and who possibly could be starting a new legacy. Got to talk about this upcoming Super Bowl. Your thoughts on it the week. Got to talk about the Pro Bowl. Your thoughts on if it was weak. And then uh, I said, man, a little, little, little debate action maybe at the end of this. We'll see what side Lance takes in the argument. I, I, mean, I don't know. I feel like I kind of know his answer, but he doesn't even know the question yet. All that and more on today's episode of the Bears Pod. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Leave that five-star review. Y'all know what to do. Lance, how was the weekend, brother? It's been good. It's been good. Um, it's, it's a little toned, a little more toned down right now. Uh, you know, no, no football and, uh, you know, uh, radio TV shenanigans that, uh, well, there was football this weekend, Lance. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but you know, there's no bears football. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Well, uh, you know, you know, the, the high school that I were, that I uh, coach at, you know, they're the bears too. So oh, okay. bears football, no thundering herd football, youth football. So it's a, this is actually a more relaxing, it was a more relaxing weekend. What does a relaxing weekend for Lance Briggs look like? Just feet kicked up, telling the kids to go find somewhere to be? Uh, I mean, you know, I, 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 I cooked some, uh, some, some oxtails, you know, slow cook <laughs> oxtails. And Hold on now, Lance. What you know about throwing down on some oxtails, brother? Come on, brother. You know, you know. Hey, listen, I, 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 didn't know I didn't know y'all did that in the West Coast. I didn't know y'all did that. Wow. Listen, everybody from the West Coast came from the East Coast, okay? <laughs> All right, or the South, South and East Coast. We all came from the South and East Coast. You know what I mean? So, you know, we're rooted now. We're rooted. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I was crying. My favorite thing now, I saw this on uh, uh, a Cat Williams special because ever since this thing, I've just been running through all of them dying laughing. And he said, I've been all over this great country, and I hate to tell y'all this, I have never seen an ox. Hmm. <laughs> I thought about that and I was like, where is these oxtails coming from, dog? What is this meat? Cow. That is so delicious. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But hey, listen, the Pro Bowl was this weekend. I got to get your th- seven time Pro Bowler, ladies and gentlemen, Lance Briggs in the building, dominating as always to go along with all those phenomenal accolades. What, uh, 05 first team All Pro, I believe. Uh, definitely on the 100 greatest Bears of all time. Where you at on that list right now? You still you still in the top 50, right? I think you're still top 50 right now. Oh, man, I don't I haven't count. I'm sure I'm in there somewhere. You're, you're- <laughs> Hey, baby, I'm just on, you know, I'm just on the list. But with the Pro Bowl that we saw this weekend, did you take in any Pro Bowl action at all? I believe that every Pro Bowler that arrived left healthy. There were no injuries. And if you can get through that weekend and somehow, you know, get the get have fun, enjoy it, you know, be celebrated get paid for it. Hey, no. And, you know, um, um, I think it's a good weekend. I do. I missed the games a little bit, but it's, it's, it's too hard to, it's too hard to, to play that game the way that the pro bowl needs it to be played. Yeah. There's you have 
linebackers, it's too, it's too intense. You know, and when I played in it, you know, I tried my best to, you know, try to, I don't know, softly tackle a running back, you know. Which, I in just, theory, is more dangerous for you, right? More dangerous. I, I, you know, it's crazy because I had I remember this play where <clears throat> Tony Gonzalez caught a quick out, okay? Uh, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure it might be from Peyton Manning, whatever. It, um, he caught a quick out, and and I was running to the sideline, and, you know, I kind of just kind of wrapped him, was just going to, you know, run him to the sideline, and it was over. And as as we started going to the sideline, we kind of slowed up. We get whacked, you know, and I'm, I mean, hit. I get hit in the back. I you know, and Tony falls, I fall, and I look up, and it's, it's Jeremiah Trotter, just only knows how to play the game one way. You know what I mean? Whether it's the Pro Bowl, the the the, the season playoffs, that's the only way he plays. You know, and so I think that. Um, that moving away from playing the game is probably the smartest idea for football. It's, it's such an interesting game because we've kind of seen it. I'm not mad at the flag football because of what the players almost had to turn it into for a lot of the things you're saying, right? Like you have to, it's almost more dangerous to not play full go because of things like that, where everybody's not on the same page and so because of that, you saw guys basically saying, we're going to go out there and we're just going to run around. Everybody's like, hey, don't hit nobody. It's an offensive showing. Maybe we'll do a little more tackling in the fourth quarter. I was fine with the flag football aspect of this year because it's like they've kind of been playing like padded flag football for three years at this point because they know like I'm not risking my next season for the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I prefer it to be a sevens tournament type of type style rather than flag, but whatever, I don't, whatever. A little seven oh seven action. You want to want to see a little seven oh seven tournament? Hold on, now that's not a bad idea. I understand the whole meaning of it being a flag, like flags a whole. It's a whole vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a whole deal going on, and so um, whatever, uh, whatever. That's <clears throat> again that that don't sell my ship. You know what I mean? You know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like all the uh, the obstacle courses and the kind of the challenges. You know, that is really that reminds me of growing up as a kid and having the you know the quarterback who can throw the longest. You know, yeah. obstacle course quarterbacks. You know, um, aiming and and accuracy targets and all that stuff. So that stuff is fun. It's fun to see them compete and have fun while they're doing it. You know, it's not a lot of pressure. Those is more pressure having to go to those practices. You know, each day, and then it's like, all right, you have the coach that's gonna let's get up early, let's get our get a quick practice in, and give you guys the rest of the day. Yeah. Oh, then you have the other coach. Hey, no, we got a regular schedule. Got to go to you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have our walkthroughs early, and then we're gonna have a practice, and then after that, this afternoon after practice, then we'll give you a, show, a little bit of time after. You know, it's the Pro Bowl, man. Let us let guys, you know, let them let their hair let their hair down a little bit and, and do a little bit of that right there and have fun. Yeah. They're weak, you know. What's your What's your favorite memory from your time in the Pro Bowl? Hmm. Gotta say, riding the mopeds, you know, up and down the island uh, was fun. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, shoot, there's so many moments because at that time, every uh, every Pro Bowl was in Hawaii, and right. deals where the the once the Super Bowl ends, people have had already knew they were vacationing to Hawaii for the Pro Bowl. So there's tons of mainlanders that are that come out there, and it's just this this intermingling, and there's uh, celebrities throwing these parties and concerts throughout the week, and it's all about celebration of the football players, you know. And so you just uh, you you feel a certain type of way, in in that crowd, you know. It's kind of like uh, being, you know, going to like the 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 Emmys for TV or the or the Grammys for music, you know, right. and Globes and everything that's happening there. Everybody's going to see them the musicians, the actors and actresses. And here it's the players that are celebrating. So everybody come out, is coming out there. They're coming out there to celebrate with you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so cool to see. Like the, I, I do like that. It seems like guys are having a lot more fun now at the pro bowl. It seemed like it was more of a game, right? Like you said, game prep for some of these guys. Like I remember being a kid and being like, yo, the pro bowl is entertaining. Like Muzz is out there really out here trying to prove something. But it's so hard to do in the NFL because you don't want to hurt nobody. But it, it's 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 I do like that. Like you see, you know, they're they're not in helmets. They're having a good time. Mm-hmm. You got the you got the hurts. Uh, uh, um, oh, who did he throw the touchdown to? Now I'm blanking on his name. His old college teammate. Um, yeah, to CD the hurts the CD connection again. Yeah, I mean, like you got the CDs guys out there working. I enjoyed the Pro Bowl this weekend. I I thought that I, I'm I'm not gonna say that I enjoyed that game because if you're going to play a softer game, don't dress up in pads. Don't do the whole like yeah. I mean, like don't do the whole like we're gonna make it look good. And then you like you out there in full pads, just like yeah. Oh, he got by me. Like, nah, doll, you're not doing that. Uh, who was the who was the one person that uh, tried way too hard at the Pro Bowl when you were in there? <laughs> uh, I, I want to say a piece of all of us did. I think uh, all of us are guilty because we all had family members there that we knew were going to be excited to see all of these other players. You know, yeah. my mom staying in the same hotel. I know that every opportunity. You know, it's gonna be like, hey, would you, hey, would you mind signing for my mom? And and you know, me and my mom's room were it was a little it was a little bit apart, so it wasn't like next door to each other. So each day, you know, if I'm I'm going to practice or I'm going to do this, my mom was doing her own thing. You know, with some of my other uh, friends and family members, they're doing their own thing. And then when we meet up, you know, she's like, ah. Oh, had a nice conversation with Peyton Manning. What a nice fellow he is, you know, and it's just all these different guys he ran into and and she had to tell a story about all of it. That is just a, that's a cool moment for uh it was a real cool moment for her. And uh and you could you could you could feel that that energy, you know. Uh, do you do you think it's better they moved it from Hawaii for the uh, for the for the players' pockets? I've heard that uh, those those uh Pro Bowl trips got a little expensive out there for some of the players out there. <laughs> It's it is it is expensive. It was expensive, but you know, if you make it to the Pro Bowl, it typically will pay for your trip. Yeah. Okay. So okay, you're getting I, them incentives. Who who knows if I would have ever been able to ever gone to Hawaii? Probably so. Yeah, but 
going to the Pro Bowl guaranteed that I was going to get to experience it. And once you experience it, you have a great idea of, wow, this, I love this place, would love to come back. So um, I'm thankful for it being where it is. You know, they have their reasons for it, not the right there. That, that, yeah, that yeah. is one of those reasons, I'm sure. But uh, it's, a, it's an experience. So, you know, sometimes uh, those experiences, they may cost a lot, but they're, they're, they leave a, a, a lifetime of memories. Now let's talk about one thing that that probably is uh, your fondest memory of your career: getting getting selected yet again, and then ha- telling them, uh, "Yeah, I'm not going to be there, boys. I'm going to the Super Bowl." Well, um, it depends. It depends. Now you know it was because uh, I went, I participated in the Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl. So if you remember. Pro Bowl was oh, that's right. Your when y'all played, it was after. That's right. Back in my last couple of years, they changed it. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, there were. You know, it was it was one of those deals. Where it was kind of up for for up in the air whether you're going to play or not. And it was like we lost the Super Bowl. I'm definitely going to play in the in the. Pro Bowl. <laughs> All right, I need something to cheer me up. You know. <laughs> I didn't even. I was, think that's. That's right, because it used to be like you. It was just two weeks of nothing, and the Pro Bowl was the week after. And and think about this, all right? So we lose the Super Bowl, right? And of course, like I'm depressed, you know, I'm pissed, and all this. But one way to kind of get over that fast is get on a plane from Miami. And know that I'm headed to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a long trip, but shoot, you know, it, you're thinking about these plays and what happened, and it's racing through your head over and over and over and over. But I'm flying next to one of my boys, Antonio. Yeah. And, you know, we're 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 talking about the game, and then it just it shifts to Hawaii. You know, and it shifts to a, a memory we had before the year before. You know, we're not going to be as dumb as we were the year before. We're, you know, I mean, we're going to be a little smarter this year. You know, <laughs> get on the mopeds. You know, and this is how we're going to do it. And so it really shifted, and it, it became a a lighter moment. And it was like, man, you know what? We're going to worry about we'll worry about that Super Bowl uh, and getting back to it. You know, next year. Right now. We let, let's let's you know the season's over now. Let's enjoy this moment. Yeah, that that is that's man. That's gotta. I wonder if like players almost want that back, maybe a little bit like that. I get the week in between and you're not going, but like it does kind of take away. I think that's probably the first thing that would have taken away why players started to kind of care less about the Pro Bowl because. One, you started knowing the best players weren't going to be there, right? Like the t- players that would lose the Super Bowl may go to the Pro Bowl. Players that win the Super Bowl probably not going. They partying for two weeks, but you knew you were going to get the best of the best versus, right? We got Mitch in the Super Bowl because 14 other quarterbacks were like, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, they, they really changed the way they the, the voting process. You know, it, it used to be, NFC players vote for NFC players. Right. AFC players vote for AFC players. Um, and then obviously you have the coaches vote and the, and the fans vote. And then you, you, you know, you tally them all up. Now it's each player just votes for the entire league. And it's, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense because the NFC, you, 
you don't play a lot of the AFC players. You don't see yeah. a bunch, you know, so you're a lot of them as an NFC player, a lot of them are you're, you're voting on based off of popularity or what you've heard, you know, unless you're really doing your due diligence on them throughout the year. But in the NFC, the, these are a lot more familiar foes. So when you pick from there, it's, it, it's to me, it, there's there's more detail in it. You know, there's yeah. more understanding of the, of, of the NFC players because as, as an NFC player, you see more of those opponents. And you and you're going from a place of I've studied this guy. I, yeah. I played against him. He got a hundred yards on us, and you know we don't give up no hundred yards. Right. Yeah. Right. Like opponents, you see a lot of their like opponents because they're all NFC. So it's just, it's just one of those. That's one change that they made that I really don't like. I really dislike that. You know, um, I think it does a disservice to some of the the good players that could get overlooked. Uh, especially on a on a good year, and that yeah. you know that was happening even when it was just the NFC voting for the NFC. So now you're gonna get. I think it's it's gonna happen even even at a higher rate. But but you know I, I don't I don't run the NFL. You know the <laughs> NFL. Hey man, get in on that UFL dog. We got some changes coming to make, man. Get in on that UFL with the Rock. They done brought him back to WWE. You know nope. everything going on over there. You know. Oh, no, no, no. I, I leave all that stuff to those guys. <laughs> you're, not, you're not trying to help out the UFL? Well, you listen, you watched a ton of tape when Tressman was here on the CFL. Get in on the CFL. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I watch, listen, I watch, I watch uh, CFL anyway, man. My best friend is coaching in, uh, in Toronto. And he's doing a damn good job out there, too. You know? Okay. You know, he's doing a great job out there. So, you know, I, I applaud him. I applaud his team and him. Um, him really rallying, you know, the the the, he, the 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 players really taking to him and buying in to uh to what he's he's trying to build there. Toronto is the is that the Argonauts? Argos. Argonauts, yeah, okay. I know a little bit. I know a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, what's Montreal's uh Ooh, the Montreal Alouettes. Woo! Is that right? Did somebody help you right now? No, 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 no. Is that right? Wait, no, because that's who, if I'm not, wasn't that Tressman? That was Tressman. Okay, all right. That's the only reason it's in the recesses, Lance. That's the Okay. All right, let's 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 try another one. Let's go with BC. BC. Is Is that the Knights? Is that Knights? Uh, all right, okay. Lions. BC Lions. Oh, BC Lions. Okay. I listen, I'm not gonna act like I know them all like BC oh, Lions. Yeah. Okay. All right, I got one more for you. All let's right. do it. Saskatchewan. Ooh, let's go with the uh the Saskatchewan Sasquatches. <laughs> Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I actually should have known that one. I'm a little upset at myself for not knowing that one. I actually do know that team. That I thought that's a they need to change the name though. Come on, that was a good team name right there. I do like the, that. The Saskatchewan Squatches. That's not a bad name right there. <laughs> All right. Super Bowl week is here, Lance. Let me ask you this. As somebody who's gone through the process leading up to this, what is this? two weeks kind of like as you lead up to this game is it business as usual is it a lot more amped up is it coach sitting there trying to like hey all right boys let's focus in here i understand we're excited but we got to go kill somebody real quick what is super bowl preparation like 
Ooh, man, it's uh, it's a long time coming. So there's a there's a lot of shared smiles. You know, you're you're uh, it's it's ear to ear all the time. You know, you're you're certainly getting celebrated everywhere you go. You know, everybody congratulating you. Thank you. You know, we're gonna do it and. Um, it's about figuring out your the ticket situation because you're gonna get about 17, 18 tickets. Okay. And it, you gotta pick who you like the most. I mean, listen, you know, you really do have to select who you like the most because though you need to sell those tickets, right? <laughs> sell them. And when you get to a you get to a place like Chicago, where we definitely don't, especially the first year that you yeah. go again to the Super Bowl, we don't go very often. Shoot, people were going to fight over those tickets. All right, fight over them. Okay, would you would you pay off with a Super Bowl ticket, Les? You paid something off real nice with a Super Bowl ticket. <laughs> oh man, no, I just did. You know, I did face value, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't break or bend the rules. You know, I just do things that is a by the book. I'm a by the book guy. A hundred and ten percent. Remember Martal, Martal and Riggs? All right, all right. I'm Martal. Okay, I do it by the book. Designer and Briggs, Briggs and Riley. Hey, there we go. Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's a, but uh, it's a it's a fun week. It's it's really fun. Uh, you know, that's a that the Super Bowl week. It's it's one of the the it's one of the the I, I want to say like the most endearing of of media moments that you can have in Chicago. You know, and uh, obviously when you win, you know, the media, they're a lot nicer, you know, but when you're going to the Super Bowl, so many things that that is there's so many things that are thought of that you don't really think of going into the Super Bowl, you know, uh, fashion, you know, which is big now. But back then, fashion and um, um, things that you have to look out for in Miami. Things that things that you must do while in Miami, you know, and, you know, where are they going to stay, and how does that affect, you know, the team morale? You know, it's just a lot of stuff, you know. Everybody eating the doing the the, the South Shore, South 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 Shore diet, you know, and all it's just stuff, you know. You gotta you you fill the air with stuff. It's it's got to be one of the especially in Chicago, right? Where I would say we're probably. I got to say, we got to be the second hardest media market to deal with outside of, you know, in sports, probably. I'd say New York's probably one just because New York reporters, they come a little disrespectful to you. I mean, hey, New York go a little bit too hard. They'd be like, hey, why you suck? Yeah, I mean, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, wait a minute. Dog. But, mm-hmm. but I would say Chicago is probably two, maybe three, maybe Boston in there. But I would say probably put us above them. But in that week, you get so many people looking to you as, especially with the Bears, right? It's it's eighty five, mm-hmm. and y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I guess my dad's like, hey, sixty nine, great year. You know what I mean? But like outside yeah. of that, it's like it's eighty five and it's y'all. So like the vibe. I just remember the city of Chicago felt like it was vibrating all the time for yeah. those two weeks as a fan. It was like yeah. everything was like, oh man, we yeah. really did it. Right, right. It's a, <laughs> cool feeling. it's a cool feeling. Wish we could have done it more. Wish we could have done it more, and could have had that vibrating feeling, you know, on a on a yearly basis. But, um, but it was still fun. 
There wasn't a lot of people doing that back then. Now, that's the crazy part. And that's why I think the team that we have in the Super Bowl now, when you look at one of the two teams here, maybe two, right? San Francisco's been there a lot in their history. But what we've seen from Kansas City, the consistency is at a rate now that I think is just such a major question on, like, how are these guys doing this? Like, I get it. You got the quarterback position. You got Andy Reid, but like even Pat Mah- or even Tom Brady took 10 years off in between Super Bowl appearances. <laughs> like they're just going go- AFC, AFC title game, Super Bowl, AFC title game, Super Bowl. Like it really is impressive watching them do this. And I think that may be the one disadvantage we see this week of they already know how to come into it. Like, I, I fully believe if y'all made another Super Bowl, the fact that you'd been there once, mm-hmm. the mental preparation that you'd already had would have set you up perfectly for that next one. Yeah. It's, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes and uh, where he was drafted, you know, this and that. And, and you know, he's he's certainly... The, the, the top guy of this generation, you know, and and so many people are looking for the next guy to do that, you know, and it's like, well, if you pass up on this guy and, and he's good or whatever, if you pass up on somebody and he's good, then good for him and good for them. You know, you know, like this yeah. isn't this isn't a doggone exact science. It's not. It's not. All right. You do you do the best you can with based off of your your the knowledge of the players that are coming out. It's the best you can do. That is the best you can do, all right? <clears throat> um, but for for them, and you get a guy like him, um, it's certainly a, a, a one hell of a ride, and you get spoiled as a Chiefs fan. You know, you definitely get spoiled. Shoot, I grew up a Niners fan. Then the Niners have been to the doggone Super Bowl, you know, you know, plenty of times since spoiled. I – You know what I mean? It's spoiled, you know? It's spoiled, you know? So – uh, um, when you get a team, let's say you get a team like the Bears, your the Lions, you know, you get a team like the Lions, you know, maybe the Raiders. Raiders been there, you know. You get a the Houston Texans, you know, they're a new franchise. They've never been there. The Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, they get there, you know, you. That's when you. That's when the. That's when the world's behind them, you know, or not the world, but the the America's behind them because. Yeah. They've never done it before, you know, and, and a lot of people are going to lose their minds. <clears throat> There's no composure there. <laughs> There's no composure. <laughs> Cats chasing dogs. We've got anarchy in the street. <laughs> We're streaking. <laughs> I'll tell you, what, I, I wonder, and I, I don't think that, it, right, if the Chiefs win this Super Bowl, it'll never mean as much as that first one because of how long it it took for them to get there again, right? I think that's what Bears fans are waiting for, right? Like when, because of how long it's been, 85 with a win, not being there, but with a win, to whenever we do finally cross that threshold. I'm not going to lie, Lance. I'm probably crying, bro. I'm, you going to see me on a Monday just like, we did it, bro. I, I don't know. I, I appreciate you for hosting with me. I didn't I, I don't know. I, every, every every Super Bowl is sweet. Yes. Every Super Bowl is sweet. And the more that you rack up, the greater your legacy becomes. So 
even though you listen, or even though you might be on your fourth, maybe fifth one, like you can, you start to look at yourself in the mirror, you know, you and your teammates or your the core, and be like, man, we've really we were etching, we we've etched our our names in the history books, yeah, you know, a special way, you know, and it's one of those deals where I'm, you know, you get into the room with 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 some other players or some other legends, and you, you, you people's time time for them to stand salute salute you you know this is a this is a not an easy sport to do what they're doing what they're doing right now so i because kudos to them i know a lot of people say oh i'm tired of seeing the chiefs i'm tired of seeing that i'm like man that is amazing that they can, can they can do that that they can continue to do that yeah i'm i'm never tired of seeing i i don't mind seeing greatness i just i i love like when when I watch what Pat Mahomes is doing, like and how he's done it, the the credit that I always give to him, especially coming into this year, is he can say he's done it in a year where the offense didn't carry. Right? Everybody was all high powered offense. This is great. The offense for the most part this year, we looked at it and we was like, hey, somebody take that playbook back from Nagy. What y'all doing? Y'all didn't did y'all watch Chicago? Like, what are y'all letting him do right now? He's ruining the greatest quarterback that we've seen in a while here. What are y'all doing? And then but you watch that defense yeah. week in, week out, just like, my God, these are some dogs. And like seeing that change, seeing them still get there, that speaks to organizational stability. And yeah. that's the part that I just I, I love to be able to see. And I, I'll ask you this, right? This is this is where maybe we get a little debate in here. Okay. If you had to take one in their prime, a duo here. Jamar. One career is finished, one career is happening. Would you rather have the Brady Belichick combo or the Reed Mahomes combo to lead your team? Okay, I'm, let me understand this question. Are you, will you rephrase it again? So basically, you get both of them in their prime to start your, or you get both of them to start your franchise, right? Yep. You got Brady Belichick, Patriot Days, six rings. Big dominant, killing them. You got Reed Mahomes. Which one would you rather have? I'm taking Brady, and I'm going to tell you why. Here we go. All right. Tom Brady is from Northern California. Lance Briggs is from Northern California. And you be a fool. You think I'm going for a kid from Texas. Even though I respect Texas. I respect Texas. All right. I, and listen, listen, and I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan, but I'm a California boy, and I'm rocking with Tom Brady. There it is. <laughs> and, no for, and, for you, and, for, and for all you Midwesterners, Tom Brady went to Michigan, so I know you're getting down with me, okay? I know you're getting down with me, all right? Yeah. Yep. No football reasons, just straight up. Now, here's the – If it was football I, reasons, I would pick Patrick Mahomes. If it was okay. just great football reasons, I'd pick Patrick Mahomes, but – um, you know, they're both great football players. Yes. You know, uh, Patrick is this era and Tom was the era before the previous era. By, uh, by the way, guys, these are what generational talents look like. Usually about once every 20 years. Generational. I correct. just I, <laughs> correct. So that's you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you think you're gonna get them. Oh, this, this guy's got all the mechanics. Yeah, nope. This guy's got all the tools. He checks off all the boxes. Get out of here. <laughs> 
who's 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 writing the boxes? Like, what's what's next to the box? Because if all the boxes were checked, uh, uh, Mahomes should have been the first put, uh, pulled out of the draft. All right, so somebody checked a bunch of the wrong boxes for the Listen, wrong. Everybody had, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the two names that were at the top of that draft were Mitch Trubisky and Deshaun Kaiser for almost everybody. Like, uh, like, oh my God. Like, like, talk about getting it wrong. Talk about swinging a miss on that. Like, mm-hmm. and the two better one, the one that won the national championship, we don't want him. He got weak legs. He just, he's played football for the last three years here, guys. What do you, yeah, but you know, weak, weak ankles, weak legs. We don't trust him. All right. Uh, we're not going to take Deshaun Watson. He, he proved to basically be exactly what CJ Stroud is doing. Now he's falling off since then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing well before he got hurt. He was doing well yeah. before. Hurt, you know, Cleveland yeah. was humming. Cleveland was humming, and that's why that's what they were most worried about when Flacco came in. You're like, what's going to happen with Cleveland? You know, and Flacco happened to pick up the slack. You know, yeah. and then you you look at you know Mahomes coming in. That if there's that one thing Matt Nagy did do right, they've shown his his assessment of all four quarterbacks. Nailed it, nailed it. If if Matt Nagy was a draft guy, Ryan Pace should have listened more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but I just I I don't know, man. Like I'm a, I look at the I'll say this, the Brady Belichick combination to me is they they're the goats right now. Yeah. 100%. I don't know if Andy Reid will ever catch Bill Belichick ring-wise. They're talking about him um retiring possibly if they win. If he does, there's no way then. If he if he retires, there's no way. I I, I believe it when I see it. Yeah, you know, you there, there's something there's something about winning that's like golf, right? When you hit that perfect shot, you can hate the game nine days, nine ways to Sunday. You hit that perfect shot, you'd be like, oh, hold on now. Maybe I got a little something here. When you win, like it's it's tough to be like, I'm just going out on top and I'm done here. So I, I feel like Andy Reid probably is still going to come back. But maybe even if he doesn't, right, I look at the Mahomes and Brady combination, and I don't know if I'm fully there yet, but I think you're getting to – or the Mahomes and Brady conversation, I should say. And I'm not fully there yet, but how Pat Mahomes has started his career may be the greatest start to a football career we've ever seen. Hmm. Yeah. And he might quickly be heading towards goat status out here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's 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 certainly going to be in that conversation. I think by the time his uh, his career is over, he's either, either going to be in the conversation or or be the conversation. Obviously, there he is. You know, what do you do? You feel like he has to surpass Brady and rings for that to be the conversation, or if he keeps competing at this level, you gotta you gotta pass him in rings. You know, like. Um, uh, Joe Montana was the to me he was the goat, right? And and um, and Tom Brady literally surpassed him, you know. And the thing, oh, you know what kind of bothers me a little bit about that situation is that is Joe Montana getting hurt in the AFC Championship game when he was with Kansas City. If Joe Montana doesn't get hurt, the Chiefs win that game. They're in the Super Bowl, and doggone it, smooth Joe gonna win that one too. All right. <laughs> um, and you know, and I'm not saying that 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 changes Tom Brady, but it sure makes it even harder for him. You know, right. 
And so, yeah, you know, as far as Pat Mahomes, you know, there's there are quarterbacks that are are ability wise that are way better than Tom Brady. You know, I'd I've, say I've Peyton Manning was Aaron Rodgers, you know, yeah. what I mean, and, and, and Patrick Mahomes. But to be GOAT status, in my opinion, you've got to win them. You've right. got, got to add up because it's because the bar's been set. The bar has been set and you have to reset the bar to, you know, and, and he can be, a, he can be a close two or right. he can be one. I think the, the tough part is right. When you don't surpass him in rings, there's always the conversation against it, right? Like it is the LeBron, Michael Jordan comparison where I'm at this point outside of me just being from Chicago, we're running out of reasons to say why LeBron James isn't going to be one of the greatest players of all time or isn't going to be the greatest player of all time with everything he's bringing and still doing in the game of basketball at 30, is he 39 years old? Amazing. Ridiculous. But there's always, right, hey, but you ain't got the rings. You ain't get that job done. You've been there. Well, you don't. And you chase teams in order to get it. You know, like you didn't do it all with the Cavs, right? You know, what I mean, like you went to Miami, you go, you're in LA, you went to the, your second trip to Cleveland, right? It, regardless of it's a different landscape now, it still doesn't change the fact that Mike did it all with Chicago. Yeah, no, I and and I think right, like those are the arguments you get. Right, like those are the you're gonna always have that with the LeBron Michael story, even though. LeBron's all-time leader in points. He's probably going to finish <laughs> leading the way in rebounds, possibly. Like, he's going to be top in top five in assists. He's going to be up there in steals. All of those things, right, where you go, yeah, it's kind of hard to say he's not the greatest player of all time by the numbers, by his accomplishments. And then you go, but six rings. But Mike's got DPOYs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you start to be able to list on the other side. And I think, I feel like not to say that football is different in that aspect, but winning consistently at the way Jordan did in the NBA, when you're the best player in basketball, you usually see those guys in the playoffs or in the NBA finals. You almost don't always, I think until it was Brady and Mahomes, you didn't always see the best player in the NFL in the championship game at the end of the year because of how much of a team sport it is. I don't know. Uh, the New York Giants went to a few Super Bowls with Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. Green Bay Packers had Reggie White. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dallas Cowboys, you know, they were stacked from uh, defense to offense. Ken Norton, oh, yeah. linebacker, you know, it's, you. It, I don't know. But it's a bunch of names coming in there. You know what I'm saying? You, that's, that's my point, right? In the NBA, like it, Michael Jordan, clearly best player in the NBA by a mile. Nobody questioned it. That's why he was in the finals every year. Mm -hmm. Right? Like LeBron James didn't win every finals, but we went basically a decade going, yep, Brown in the finals game. Yeah, that makes sense. Best player in the league. Yeah, he's, he's in the finals game. What you go do? In the NFL, right? Like you, you throw all those names at me, and I agree with you, but right? Like Reggie White went to two Super Bowls. Yeah out of his 10-year career, and I would say he was in there. Lawrence Taylor went to two out of his, what was Lawrence, 14-year, 15-year career? Something like that. Like, 
So out of and, and and it's not taking anything away from their careers, but I just feel like winning at this level in football is probably ten times harder than basketball. It's definitely going to be harder to be more consistent. You know, you have to, you have there's, there's more players that have to be in sync. Yeah, more players that have to be in sync, and then you have a group that's in sync. And I'd say they're mounting for the really to make the best run the following year. Coaching change. DC OC gets a head coaching job. New OC DC comes in and messes up that harmony. Yeah. You know, uh, player gets the market, you know, and new player comes in, doesn't fit as well as the other one did. Messes up the harmony. You know, we go to a Super Bowl and the next year, Ron Rivera's gone. You know, messes up the harmony. Yeah. Okay? You know, it just, it set us back a little bit. And then we get, you know, or you go into the year and you're like, this is our year. Top player, your your best player gets injured game one. You know, your quarterback goes down. Your best quarterback goes down game three. Setbacks. No, 100%. And, and I think that's, that's why to me, right, like what Mahomes is doing not to say that he doesn't have to surpass Brady. I do believe that he, I agree with you in that. But I think that if he keeps winning at this level, my mindset on that may change because we haven't seen anybody just like AFC title game, AFC title game, AFC Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Like, and this is, he's, he's what, 28 now? How old is Pat Mahomes now? 27, 28? Like, there's a lot of career left in this young man. Young, he's a young whippersnapper. <laughs> Pat Mahomes, he's 28 years old right now. He's younger than me. He's got, he's probably got like seven, eight years before we start to go. Eh, maybe it's falling apart. Now, listen, depends on this offensive line situation now, right? Like, I think Joe Burrow should have a long career, but he ain't got no tackles. He still ain't got no tackles. He ain't had no tackles in three years. Let's get Pat Mahomes on offensive line and stand in front of him consistently. He ain't running the other direction. Yes, sir. But I, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like you, if he keeps winning at this level, one day me and you'll be sitting down here and we'll be like, listen, like, we ain't never seen nobody do this. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, man. I'm, I'm, um, I'm so doggone grateful for all the things that I've lived through up to this point, you know, yeah. and, and the great quarterbacks that, that I knew growing up, you know, I, who, who would have known they would have been surpassed, you know, Dan Marino and, and, uh, Oway and all these great guys, uh, you know, Troy Aikman, these are all great quarterbacks, man. And, um, and they have, there are guys that have shown up that have shown that they are, they've been even better than them. Yeah. And I lived, you know, I'm this big Joe Montana fan, man. And it was hard for me to come to the grips and say, he's better than you, Joe. He's, He's the goat, you know, but it's, but it's, that's, that is a fact, you yeah. know, and now we're looking at another kid that it could arguably be better than the goat that just beat the goat, you know? So <clears throat> it's, we, you know, just, man, it's, it's, it's awesome to have been able to experience so many of these great things. One, one thing that I, I see on the other side that kind of, makes me smile a little bit is seeing a, a quarterback in a situation in San Francisco who has an opportunity to grow into something like that. I don't believe right people. I think people have gone a little pretty crazy on this one, right? They've gone a little, little, hey, all of a sudden he, oh, he's top five in the league. He's a man. He can't be stopped. I'm like, all right, guys, like let's 
He's got a lot of help there. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't know if I'm putting him up with the upper echelon just yet because he made the Super Bowl this season. But what I love about what San Francisco has done is that it feels very much like a Tom Brady situation where Tom Brady wasn't the best player on his team in the first Super Bowl. But by the time you got to three, four, five, you had no questions. You weren't sitting there going, who's the guy that if we don't have him, we're not winning a Super Bowl. You knew it was Tom Brady. I think Brock Purdy's in a situation where he can develop into that moving forward because of how San Francisco is insulated. And that's all I ask the Bears to build here, just on the side note. Just build that. You know, we, we can just build, let quarterbacks develop. How much does the time that he's going to possibly have in the NFL to actually be behind a good offensive line, have a good play caller, and have consistency allow him to start to hit kind of that similar trajectory? All right. Good question. You know, in San Fran, you know, Brock Purdy, is he's certainly blessed with with a lot of talent up on the, from the line to the skill players to the defense to the coach, you know, to the coaching. And what I really do love about his situation is uh, the argument that that he's a system guy. He's not a he's not a elite quarterback. Right. You know? And I hope that he just keeps winning. I really hope that he keeps winning. Because there's on one end, you have all these people that are trying to chase who the generational talented quarterback is, you know, and and nine out of 10 of them are going to are going to miss. They're going to miss. They, they, they don't have him. Yeah. But if you don't if you don't pay attention to what you do have, you know, what you do have is you've built a championship team. You get yourself a Brock Purdy, you get yourself a Brock Purdy, you get yourself a doggone Justin Fields. And they'll lead you to a champion championship, you know. And I, so the, I, I really cheer for Brock Purdy. I want him to keep doing what he's doing because he's not the generational talented quarterback that everybody's looking for. You don't right. have that, you know. You don't have to have that, and you sure as heck don't have to 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 reach thinking that you have him because of some number or some uh, expert opinion thing that you think that you have. You know, you Mel Kiper, right? You know what I mean? There's, about you know, how many times Mel Kiper and these draft experts have been wrong, you know? Uh, so I just, you know, it's, it's important to see the success of him, you know, and his continued success. So I really hope that he continues to thrive in, in, in San Fran. And, and that's what I love about Purdy's game, man, is that what I will say that I think <laughs> I saw Alex Smith say this, that he can't be a part of the game manager crew. I think one game man, managing a game is not a bad thing, nope. but he's doing more than just a game manager. I think the one conversation that we can finally have with Purdy is there's probably six quarterbacks in the NFL, including him, that could have brought you back in that deficit that they were in 17 points down. And because he was able to just go, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get my team back into this game. I'm going to use my legs. I'm going to throw the football well. We go. It takes some, it takes some magic. It takes some magic, right? You got to have a ball bounce off of the face of uh, Kendall Vildor, who we drafted here, to fall into Ayuk's hands. And numerous receiver drops. Oh, this Reynolds killing me, man. It, it, it takes some magic for you to get there, but doing whatever you can to get there. I don't think that everybody in the NFL has that. 
And the fact that he does have that, I think that that allowed that to me says he's got a trajectory and a system that he's in to where, no, you didn't draft the generational guy, but he can become a generational guy because of what he's in. There you go. There you go. Well said. Well, I appreciate you, Lance. I, 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 Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, let's get out of here. We're doing too much on the pod. <laughs> appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love to another episode of the Chicago Bears podcast. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. Make sure to stay tuned in here for more of Lance's thoughts on everything. The offseason is going to be very, very fun this year. Because we got a winning team, kind of winning team, going into the draft this year. So stay tuned in with us on all that. As always, for Lance Brazier, your boy Pat, the designer, back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bear down. Peace.